joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners, dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities in the nations of the earth, here we are faithful to our appointment after the team of Johannesburg. Here we are with the Cape Town team that is made of Pastor Emmanuel Congolo and Dr. Joshua Kiluba my companions in Cape Town. It is with pleasure that we greet you all wherever that you are. I love the Psalm 150 and this will be a reality today in your life. I would love to greet you in the name of the explosion of his power. He is the power of God. In the Psalm of David 150, that is the last chapter, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Mm. This is why I greeted you in the name of Mr. the power of God. It is not power of magic that is the great power. It is Christ that is the power. I know why I greeted you in the name of his power. It is going to deal with the power of magic that is in the cities of the nations of the earth. Philip went to Samaria and he preached the Christ, the almighty power of God, and the power of God exploded. If you preach the Christ, power will explode and praise will follow this explosion. Praise him in, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Preach the power of God that is Christ and you will see magic and magicians changing sides and coming to the Christ on their knees. May you put the magic of the cities of nations on their knees by the Christ, the power. The Bible says when Philip preached Christ, the power of God, just this, he is the power of God. It is not magic, it is not witchcraft. But Philip preached the Christ in Samaria and his power exploded and crushed the power of magic. The Bible says there was before in the city a sorcerer called Simon that the people called the great power who amazed them with his magical arts. But when Philip came, this great power was at the feet of Philip. Put them on their knees in your cities because magic does not praise God. Philip went to Samaria and he preached Christ, the power of God, and he crushed the power of Satan as the 70 disciples sent two by two in the cities. They preached the Christ, the name of Christ, and they crushed. Oh, oh, the power, and this is 
deep and powerful. And she says, Behold, I've given you the power to walk over serpents and scorpions, over the whole power of the enemy. And nothing shall by whatsoever means harm you. Preach of Christ the power of God that crushes. Magic is the power of the enemy. Witchcraft is the power of the enemy. Sin is the power of the enemy. Disease is the power of the enemy. Poverty is the power of the enemy. May you crush these things by preaching the power of God the Christ. The people of Samaria we are calling magic the great power no matter the greatness of the power of magic the christ will make it to fail i'm thinking of paul there in ephesus in his school with his school magic was crushed the bible says the people were bringing the books of magical arts and they were burnt and they were burnt burn magic by the power of fire it works because philip preached the christ paul too philip in the beginning paul later on in ephesus your cities are under the control of the power of magic you like it or not there is no way out in this battle of powers it is a battle of power power against power but our power it is greater the serpent of moses swallowed the serpent of the magicians we know again again by the power that we call the christ that we can crush he is the power of god but a universal power mm. praise him in his mighty firmament i'm thinking of africa i'm thinking of europe i'm thinking of america i'm thinking of asia i'm thinking of the islands praise him in his mighty firmament praise him praise him praise him i'm thinking of emmanuel Congolo. praise him praise him Praise him how? Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. It is the great power. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah and hallelujah. For you to praise him, there must be an explosion of his power. You are not going to praise God without the explosion of power who is the Christ. The Bible says singing to God by the inspiration of grace. Hallelujah. He is the power whose inspiration touches the heart of God. Singing not to a man, but singing to God. Hey, 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 hey. Singing to God by the inspiration of grace. It is not oil, it is a power. Christ is the power that inspires songs which touch the heart of God. You musicians of the earth receive power to lead your assemblies and churches like David. Hey, hey. David was anointed with a power and he has left us a hymn book of praise and worship the psalms that crosses the ages 
It was written by the inspiration of grace. I'd love to say to you, grace is the only language that the soul listens to without language. If a person sings in the language by the inspiration of grace, even if you don't understand the words, it will touch you. If it touches God, what is your souls, people of the earth, singing to God by the inspiration of grace to God? Inspiration touches without words. I'm thinking of Emmanuel who has the anointing of David. David who made the evil spirit to leave King Saul. Chase away, Emmanuel, chase away demons, the demons of kings by instruments, by clashing symbols chase away demons it is because david was anointed singing to god by the inspiration of grace is every time that david played his instrument the evil spirit left king Saul. you chase away demons in the name of jesus i say if you're anointed by the spirit of christ you can chase them by the spirit of christ by instruments praising because god is enthroned on the praises of his people he worked he will work again and again i will work who will oppose me hallelujah and hallelujah may you break crash opposition to the gospel and to the glory of god to the works of god by praise praise makes god to move it works king jehoshaphat used it and it worked david used it in order to give rest to king saul and i believe you can give rest to your assemblies in the world by the inspiration of grace of praise and of song when paul is saying to the colossians he is speaking of old songs which are older than it is well older than how great thou art songs that were written thousand and thousand years ago before paul was singing unto god with grace in your hearts psalms and songs i feel the grace to transmit to the church the inspiration of grace it shall be so and this is the power of god when his power explodes we can sing 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 praising in his mighty firmament I'm thinking of Pentecost. They praised God. The power that exploded at Pentecost, the Bible says, they heard them singing the wonders of God in all languages. It was the power of Christ that made them to speak in other languages the wonders of God. We don't know what they were saying, but the Bible says they could hear them singing the wonders of God. They were celebrating God because power exploded in the upper room. This power that exploded was the Christ. I'm thinking of Philip who preached the Christ in the city of Samaria. The Bible says, and there was great joy. May you bring the city of Cape Town in the baptism of John Pastor Emma. Hey, 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 hey. 
because Christ is the great power which crushes the power that hinders the joy of your cities. I spoke about it last year in your gathering when I was passing by here. The disciples returned with joy saying, Oh, demons are subjected to us in your name. I love that the rivers of joy should flow in the cities to one condition that we should preach it the great power that crushes the power in the cities. Behold, I've given you the power to walk over the whole power of the enemy. Crush, crush, crush them for joy. Hey, hey, hey. I'm thinking of Moses. Moses. I love that you should be called Moses who crushed by the power that was in his stick and his faith. And he did what? He drowned Pharaoh and his army. And what does the Bible say? The Lord has triumphed, has triumphed, has triumphed gloriously and the people danced and sang. The Lord is a man of war. And for me, on the place of glory, praising in his mighty firmament, it is the power that manifested the glory of God. Because Moses was more powerful than magic. Because Pharaoh was calling magic and witchcraft against Moses. And Moses crushed them. The Bible says the magicians could not do anything against Moses. And the magicians testified. It is the finger of God. Make magicians to testify to the power of God by power. Hallelujah and hallelujah. The magicians testified and said, this is the finger of God. And this was Moses. We need people like Moses who make demons to testify. They say it about Jesus. We know you. You are the Holy One of God. You have come to torment us in Capernaum. And this is the power. And that is why I greeted you in the name of the power. I love that it should be so for the church all around the world. I'm going to go forward with the topic that we're going to speak about today, which is entitled, Make Your Pentecost Pentecost. Make your Pentecost Pentecost. Having the Pentecost is one thing. Making your Pentecost Pentecost is another thing. This is my topic for today. I'll speak with you about Jesus who made his Pentecost Pentecost. This topic is going to be beneficial to you who believe, if you believe. I'll read in John 20 verse 21 to 22. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. 22. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The distribution machine of the Spirit. The resurrected one is the distribution machine of Spirit, not of money, but is the distribution machine of the Spirit. He is the distribution machine of Pentecost. He breathed on them. He placed on all of them Pentecost. Pentecost comes from the mouth of the resurrected one. He is Mr. Power. This is why it is written, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. The Lord God Almighty, who is, who was, and who is to come. He is Mr. Pentecost. And in another version, he is called 
the universal ruler. That is why I say that the resurrected one is a distribution machine of the spirit. He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. I'm thinking of the mouth of Christ. He grieves a Pentecost. Listen to me well. These people received Pentecost before Pentecost. That is why I say to you, make your Pentecost Pentecost. Jesus breathed on them Pentecost before Pentecost. This is extraordinary. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. And they followed his approach. When we read the Acts of the Apostles, 10, 38, 2:44, the distribution machine of Pentecost is proclaimed by the Apostle Peter, who is in Cornelius' house. You know how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me, Mr. Pentecost. I'll come back to this. He himself followed the same approach as the message I'm giving you today. The Apostle Peter is testifying about Mr. Pentecost. You know how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and with power. He proclaimed Mr. Power in whose name I have greeted you in my introduction. You know how God anointed Jesus with spirit and power who went from place to place doing good healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him and the Bible says before he could finish speaking while he was presenting Mr. Pentecost the Holy Spirit came down on those who were listening to him because he spoke about the distribution machine of Pentecost as it came their case on the day of Pentecost they heard them speaking the wonders of God in other languages but here it's Peter speaking about him. I'd love to read Acts chapter 1 verse 14. The apostles needed to make their Pentecost Pentecost. I want you to follow me well. Acts chapter 1 verse 14. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication, supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers the upper room it is by prayer that we make Pentecost Pentecost they entered in Jerusalem that is why he said to them they needed to transform their Pentecost into a Pentecost of power they were in the upper room not chatting but they were praying they were in prayer it is by prayer that we make our Pentecost Pentecost they had received Pentecost not on the day of Pentecost but before when Jesus was resurrected he found them in the room scared and closed he says peace the father sent me I send you too and he said to them receive the Holy Spirit and they received the Holy Spirit the problem of the church is not at the level of receiving the Holy Spirit, but it is the lack of the life of prayer that does not enable them to make their Pentecost Pentecost. But the apostles made their Pentecost Pentecost when they prayed, the breath became breath. The breath became breath. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2. 
a strong and mighty wind this is extraordinary may you make your pentecost pentecost he breathed on them and said receive the holy spirit and when they prayed the breath became a strong wind a cyclone hallelujah and hallelujah that is why I said to you make your Pentecost Pentecost how can I help you to make the breath of the Holy Spirit to be truly the breath I love the scripture because the Bible says he breathed on them the distributing machine he distributed he breathed on them may the Lord breathe on your ministry over your church he bereft on them hallelujah hallelujah but make your pentecost pentecost make your breath breath make your breath powerful breath hallelujah hallelujah this is powerful because they were in the upper room praying acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 2 when the day of pentecost had fully come they were all with one accord in one place. Verse 2. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing, rushing mighty wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. Hallelujah and hallelujah. And they transformed their Pentecost. They made their Pentecost Pentecost. He breathed on them. This is interesting and sweet. When you analyze the scriptures, receive the Holy Spirit. And John says, he breathed on them. It is the breath of God. The Holy Spirit is the breath of the Lord. And on the day of Pentecost, the Bible says, suddenly came from heaven a mighty rushing wind that filled the whole house. It did not only fill the place where they were gathered, but also the city of Jerusalem, because what follows shows that the wind was blowing in the city. Hallelujah and hallelujah. The Bible says the multitude ran to the place where they were. May you make your Pentecost Pentecost in order to see the cities running to the place of your services, the place of your crusade. Make your Pentecost Pentecost. Hey, hey, hey. The wind will blow, a powerful wind. And this is because the disciples began to pray. When they prayed for 10 days, the room was filled with power. As Jesus has said it, wait, wait, wait in Jerusalem until you are clothed from power from above. Make your Pentecost Pentecost for the needs of the cities of the nations. They needed to convert their Pentecost into power. That is the same approach that Jesus followed. Him to receive the Holy Spirit. He is filled with the Holy Spirit. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is one thing, but being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit is another thing. Let me read the scripture. It will help us to understand my approach today. Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Jesus followed the approach that I'm teaching you today in Cape Town with the transmission and distribution of this message all around the world on Wednesdays. Jesus was not just content with receiving the Holy Spirit. Bible says, then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan 
and was laid by the Spirit in the wilderness. It was for prayer. For the apostles, it was 10 days. For Jesus, it was 40 days and nights. May you turn the breath of the Holy Spirit into power. Now see Luke 4, verse 14. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding region. Him too turned his Pentecost into Pentecost, and Jesus became a phenomenon. When you make your Pentecost Pentecost, you will become a phenomenon that is visible. People will see who you are. He is a fame spread all around. Make your Pentecost Pentecost so that it may be visible in the eyes of the world as it was in Jerusalem when they made their Pentecost Pentecost. The nations heard them. People heard them and people saw tongues of fire on them. Make, make, make visible your Pentecost. And Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit at the baptism with John, but it had no impact until he went into prayer that he made his Pentecost Pentecost and it became a phenomenon, become phenomenon by prayer because he's made his Pentecost Pentecost by prayer. I love this scripture. Jesus returned clothed with the power of the Holy Ghost and news about him spread all over. Verse 15 of Luke 4, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. This is the benefit of following the approach that I'm teaching the church today. Jesus walked on this path and his disciples also were not an exception to this rule. They received the Holy Spirit in the form of breath and they turned it into a mighty rushing wind. It is the Pentecost turned into Pentecost that makes the public to be shaken. This is extraordinary. I'm thinking of this first Pentecostal that is Jesus. Him too, and also his disciples, followed the same approach that I'm teaching today. I'd love to say something else about the apostles. They made Pentecost, Pentecost, after the Pentecost of the upper room, they continued to make their Pentecost, Pentecost. Do not stop, my dear friends. Acts chapter 4. We are going to see they, they have death threats, but they were going to turn their Pentecost into Pentecost. They had already received Pentecost. They had received it already in the upper room on the day of Pentecost, but here in Acts 4, they were going to turn their Pentecost into Pentecost. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. Who by your mouth of your servant David have said, Why did the nations rage and the people plot in vain? Kings, the kings of the earth their stand and rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. 
to do whatever your hand and your purpose determine to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. When they had prayed, the Pentecost became a Pentecost. Hallelujah and hallelujah. But as the Bible says, when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. These people were serious with the teaching that I'm giving today. Make your Pentecost Pentecost. They made their Pentecost Pentecost. In the upper room, they turned it into a mighty rushing wind and tongues of fire. But here they turned their Pentecost into an earthquake. Hallelujah and hallelujah. May you shake your cities. May you make the sky crappers of demonic organizations to fall. They will fall. The Bible says the place where they were assembled was shaken. Make to shake what was making you to shake. Do you know why the, the place where they were was shaken? It is because they were in fear. They were under threats. And that is why their Pentecost made to shake what was making them to shake. It didn't do just that. That is why I've said it is for your benefit that you make Pentecost Pentecost. Time is short. I'll have to go quickly. In verse, still in verse 4, it was provision. May you make your Pentecost Pentecost make it to be provision. Now the multitude of those who believed, Acts 4, 32 to 37, were of one heart, one soul, neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they, they had all things in common. And with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. 34. Now, was there anyone among them who lacked for all who were possessors of lands, or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet and they distributed to each as anyone had need. And Joseph, who was also named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement, a Levite of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Make your Pentecost Pentecost it will become a source of supply in goods, in houses, in farms, there where you are in Kunstadt. Make your Pentecost Pentecost. It is going to be a source of supply. We see it here that their Pentecost became their source of supply. May you make your Pentecost to become Jehovah Jireh. It will supply for you or your needs wherever that you are. They brought to their feet money from 
land and houses sold, you will be given because you made your Pentecost, Pentecost by their prayer, the place where they were was shaken and that released the provision. May those who are making their Pentecost, Pentecost be provided for and provide for others. This was not small things that people were bringing. It was farms and houses. Have the vision of property, of farms, of goods by Pentecost. It worked. It works. And it will work again. Jesus followed the same approach. As I've said it to you, he became a phenomenon. Our time is gone. Let me read quickly. Acts chapter 5, verse 12. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Yet none of the rest dared to join them. But the people esteemed them highly. And believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. I say to pastors, make your Pentecost Pentecost. It will be a source of church growth. Hallelujah. Your growth is in the Pentecost made Pentecost. In the first Pentecost of the upper room, they went from 120 to 3,000. In the second Pentecost made Pentecost, they went more to be more than 3,000. Follow the same process. Verse 15, so that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Also a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits. And they were all healed. Why? Because they made their Pentecost Pentecost by prayer not individual prayer. They raise their voices together. May you lead your church into prayer in order to make Pentecost Pentecost. If the first Pentecost made Jerusalem to run to the upper room, here the second Pentecost that was possible by the prayer that makes the place to shake. It made the neighboring cities to run to Jerusalem where there were the people who made their Pentecost Pentecost. I'm thinking of Jesus who took the same road. Let's speak about Elisha who made his mantle mantle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Elisha made his mantle mantle may you turn your mantle into a mantle hey, 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 hey. let's see it in second kings you will see that the teaching i'm giving today on making your pentecost pentecost was followed by the apostles by the our lord but many years before it was followed by the prophet elisha Chapter 2, verse 9. 
And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said, Elijah said to Elisha, ask what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Hallelujah. Ask for more Pentecost. Listen to what Elijah is saying. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on and talked. And suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. As the whirlwind of the upper room, it was the mantle of the Christ. If Elijah left his mantle for one person, but Jesus left his mantle for 120 people in the upper room, the whirlwind covered 120 people while the whirlwind of Elijah covered one person. You be covered in the whirlwind and you are going to become a whirlwind. That is why the whirlwind of the upper room made the apostles whirlwind and the wind blew in the city of Jerusalem an irresistible wind. These things are possible. Mr. Wewend left and he left the Wewend to his son. And I continue, verse 12, Elisha saw it and he cried out, My father, my father, his father was called Mr. Wewend, chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah, verse 14. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him, struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God? of Elijah. Hallelujah. He is praying. And he made the mantle to be mantle. Him too did the same as the apostles. And he also had struck the water. It was divided this way and that. And Elisha crossed over. And the people who were in the audience watching this, now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they said the spirit of Elijah rests upon, upon Elisha. And they came to him and bowed to the ground before him. Then they say to him, Look now, there are 50 strong men with your servants. Please let them go and search for your master. Let's perhaps the spirit of the Lord has taken him up and cast him upon some mountain or into some valley. And he said, you shall not send anyone. He knew that he wasn't on the mountain. He knew that he was taken up to heaven. It is because Elisha made his mantle mantle that it was visible. 
make your anointing visible by prayer. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? May you seek him. And it worked. The mantle produced the same results as it was in the hands of Elijah. And I say to everyone, you are going to produce the same results as the breath in the mouth of the master himself, Jesus. This was a mantle that was made mantle and it worked. The problem is that the church plays with the life of prayer. They don't know it does much, much, much. May you make what you have received according to your identity and it will be visible to everyone. Let me say one more thing that Christians don't always love. Make your Pentecost Pentecost by accepting suffering, by enduring suffering. I'm going to read again and again to help you. In the book of Paul to the Philippians, if you want to make your Pentecost Pentecost, there is not only prayer. The second thing that makes the Pentecost to be Pentecost it is acceptance of suffering and enduring suffering. Philippians chapter 3 from verse 10 to 11 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection experience the power of his resurrection but before this and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death by if by any means and may attain to the resurrection Hallelujah. from the dead. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It works, it works. You know, why did Jesus, how did Jesus enter in fellowship with the power of his father? It is because he was in fellowship with the suffering of his father. The cross of Jesus was the fellowship of Jesus with the suffering of his father god is suffering that thought is disturbing you romans 15 verse 3 you will see for even christ did not please himself but that as it is written the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me the cross of Jesus was the fellowship of Jesus with the suffering of his father. Hey, hey. They insulted him. They hurt him. That's what Paul says. To fellowship in his suffering that I may also share in his power. Jesus enjoyed in the infinite great power by his participation in the suffering of his father the bible says and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he deployed in the one who fellowshiped with his suffering the exceeding greatness of his power he deployed it in resurrecting him from the dead by taking him out of suffering come out of your suffering by suffering i'd love to say to you that if joseph was not going to suffer in prison he was not going to come out of prison come out of your suffering by suffering and jesus if he was not going to 
take part in the suffering of his father, he wouldn't come out of death. The Bible says he deployed it in Christ by raising him from the dead. God is suffering. People think that God is not suffering because God is insulted by the beast that comes from the sea, comes out from the, from the, from the earth. He is insulted by, by the great prostitute, by the dragon. You think that God is happy? to be insulted day and night by your own creation but Jesus participated in the suffering of his father and this led him to what? It led him to power the power of resurrection that placed him where? above all authority dominions and principalities not only in this age but also in the age to come Jesus is in fellowship with eternal everlasting power everlasting power not only in this age but also in the age to come because he took part in the suffering of his father since the reproaches of those who insult you fell on me on the Christ behold the cross of Jesus take part in the sufferings of God let me finish. My time is gone. You know David. He says, even though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for your staff and your stick they comfort me. After the valley of the shadow of death, he also entered in his Pentecost. He entered in power. He turned the anointing that he received from the prophet Samuel by suffering the valley of the shadow of death he turned his anointing into anointing even though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death I fear no evil for your staff and your stick they comfort me you set a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows the exceeding greatness of his power it is an overflowing cup and my cup overflows hallelujah and hallelujah learn not only to pray but also to take part in the sufferings of god it will lead you in the pentecost of the pentecost hallelujah and hallelujah yeah, yeah, yeah. may the church understand the purpose of her sufferings time is gone i will end here by saying to you that david too walked in the same path he was anointed he had pentecost but he needed to make his pentecost pentecost by going through the valley of the shadow of death and god set a table for him before his enemies anointed his head with oil and his cup was overflowing says surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord the Lord he dwells in a house of power. His cup was overflowing. He had more power, an overflowing cup, because he shared in the sufferings of Christ. Christ also followed the same approach. It worked. Do not regret your sufferings. It has a go. I'm thinking of Moses because of him. He also participated. He left the palace. He became a simple shepherd of the flock, a political exile. But in this suffering, he received the burning bush. Hey, 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 hey. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Participate. 
in his sufferings and you are going to receive the revelation of the power that is why i greeted you in the name of the power of god may god bless you where you are may you become people who make their pentecost pentecost like david who made his pentecost pentecost like elisha made his pentecost pentecost like the apostles made their pentecost pentecost like the christ himself made his pentecost pentecost receive this grace so that you may live in the power and hence we will seize your crucifixion some people do not know how to end their sufferings the only way to end your suffering it is to suffer in order to end the suffering joseph after the prison he was going to put people in prison the bible says that the king delivered him that he should be able to put into prison the great until next time may god bless you